so good. We'd like to welcome everybody out to the Domesticated Savages podcast. We're here with you tonight again. I've got Fitz. How you doing, bud? So, so good. Every week, you're just so, so good. You must so live a charmed good. life, homie. You know, I just... Don't want to complain, though. Just making things up. You're here having fun on the podcast. Yes, sir. That's right. Cool. And we got Joss again. Hey, Joss. Hi. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Josh. I think I'm Jeremy's official replacement. Our number so one superstar we're... right here. <laughs> Bye, Jeremy. Hands clamor. Goodbye, Jeremy. She just took the number two mic, so you're now either number four or you're out. He's out. Bye. <sighs> He's dead to me now. I'm not even going to talk about him anymore. So do we even want to tell the listeners about his failed surgery? No? Don't? Yeah. No? Okay. I think he'd be left in suspense. Maybe he'll make it back someday. I don't know. Maybe. What was that old, what was <laughs> that old is, biblical story? Which one? The uh, return of the prodigal son. The the prodigal son returns? Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, do you remember it? <laughs> the one? Vaguely. Doesn't he like take his 10 talents and bounce and then the other brother like buries his 10 talents or something? You're getting stories mixed up, homie. Dude, I haven't been to didn't church. They, they build a, a church didn't in like they, six years. did they build a tower and then God confused their languages because he's pissed off at him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Empire State Building. I I almost said the World Trade Centers and I was like, nope. Oh, yeah. But I mean, to be fair, they built the Tower of Babel and then it fell apart. We built the... No? No? Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to go with that one there, Holmes. I'm going to cut that shit out real quick. <laughs> Did those fall apart, though? So uh, this week, we've uh, we've got a, a fun stories podcast we want to bring to you guys. So the first one, no big surprise to those of you that have been listening. First one comes out of Florida. You don't even have to say it anymore. It's just like a given. It's a given. It's going to be a Florida story. So this one was actually a couple years ago, so this is a little bit old, but it's really funny because it's... We kind of deal with stuff similar to this. So a Florida man's arrested in a parking lot for breaking into cars. The title in and of itself isn't that big of a deal. However, when you add in the information that he was in a parking lot of a jail that he was just released from after being charged for theft and larceny related crimes, it becomes even funnier. Oh my gosh. So he he apparently got... Uh, Caught stealing a bunch of things and breaking into cars and stuff. Police out in Florida book him into the jail on charges and he makes bond or bail. And when he gets released, he doesn't make it out of the jail parking lot before he starts checking door handles, finds a couple cars that are unlocked. They're stealing it. And of course, the, the parking lot and the jails all have video surveillance. Oh, yeah. Right. So the deputies inside are just watching this dude <laughs> collecting all this evidence. And they just go out, scoop him up and walk him, you know, 25 something feet right back into the jail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Do we have to check for if he has any priors? <laughs> does he have any priors? I think he might have a prior. Oh, he does? Yeah. Okay. Enhanced sentence. Yes. Uh, <sighs> great. Idiot. Idiot. Yeah. Those are the kind of people that keep us in business. Yeah. Yep. How many times, we've kind of talked about this before, how many times do we deal with repeat customers? Yeah. That All just, the time. It's the same, the same MO. They do the same yeah. stuff. Repeat so. customers. Do you know people, like, do you know their names? Are you on a first name basis with oh, some man. of these people? There are some. When, when you're on patrol, yeah. sometimes you deal with some people so many times mm -hmm. that you just know them. Yeah. And some cops are better than others about remembering people. Like, so there's a few dudes who will never forget a face or forget a name. I'm pretty good with faces, both names. I'm, I got too much crap crammed in my head already. Yeah. But sometimes I'll forget the names, you know? Mm -hmm. but uh faces i'm pretty good with i'm like oh i know this guy from somewhere oh yep i know him. but uh, there's some cops who will remember like names and dates of birth mm -hmm. you know years later like oh i remember that guy dealt with him back in 93 yeah it's like oh shit steve steve's one of those guys that we've been in a lot of calls together and he will bring up a case from like five years ago hey you remember this guy I'm like, no and he'll describe the person oh he's like this tall you know this this build blah 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 I'm like dude you just described like 60 percent of the people that we deal with and he's like oh the issue that we you know we dealt with this i'm like dude i have no idea and then yeah. he'll bring up one small part of the case or something that kind of sets the the person apart and it'll click yeah and i'll sit there and i'll look at him like how the freak do you remember that because like he journals bro <laughs> Because he journals. He goes home and writes down all his escapades. <laughs> he just copy and pastes it from his report. <laughs> he does his he's report. Like, he's like, one for the department, one, one for, for me. me. <laughs> I know guys who do that too. Does he really journal these things? I don't know. He, he, so we've talked about writing a book I wish about I our escapades. I wish I had. Yeah. He has started to keep notes and different um, things to like jog his memory. So I think eventually one day he'll probably write a book. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he has, his memory is ridiculous. He's like, yeah, and then we went into the building. It was purple and he'll describe the building to a T. And I'm like, I'm aware of the building. We went up like 12 steps and then on the 13th, I'm like, what Well, that's freak? how he tells, that's how he tells stories too. Super detailed. You'll ask, you'll ask Steve, hey, so what happened on the call? And he'll tell you every little thing. You're like, get to the meat and potatoes, homie. Just tell me what happened. 
So on a really Thursday care. night, it was 87 yeah, degrees. It was care. about 14% humidity. The sun had set at about 6.47 p.m. It's like, motherfucker. He's just really trying to paint that picture. Really it's trying to paint that picture. Literally, he yeah. pulls out a canvas. He's actually drawing the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bob Ross over here. <laughs> oh, I forgot that detail. Let's just turn that detail into, into a, a happy, happy little tree. Happy, happy little, little tree. tree. Happy little tree right here. <laughs> I watched Bob Ross maybe Dude, oh, back in the day. I, I did all Bob the Ross. His little, his little so throw. Soothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good, that was a fun little show. I remember. I like Bob Ross. It's another thing that Steve has in common with him. The fro. The right? fro. Steve's yeah, bald. I know. It's supposed to be a bald joke. <laughs> oh. Bob Ross. <laughs> Robert. Oh, uh, that's funny. That's a, that's a funny story. The dude freaking stealing shit just as soon as he gets out of jail. Yeah. You know, typical idiot bad guy, right? People literally, literally doesn't get off he property. Was out. It was, it, he was released from jail and like out on the his, Sally Port doors. out the Sally Port doors as he's walking past the employee parking lot, that's where he dips in. And so literally less he's than walking, minutes. he's literally walking through the parking lot, checking doors on his way out. He finds a couple unlocked, starts rummaging through and they're like, wow, awesome. Cool. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Get Got you here. again. Got right. him. Dang, we released him too early. He yeah. didn't quite get, you know, rehabilitated. Yeah. Didn't get rehabilitated. Yep. Surprise, surprise. We don't have that problem in our county. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> That's the first story. You had another yeah, story. That was a good one. So the, the other one is actually more is actually more recent. More it was recent. Last week. Is it also another Florida story? This one is actually not in the United States. Oh. This is from Tunisia. Oh. I think it's right off the coast of Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island 2.0. <laughs> anyway, so a 45-year-old Tunisian lady goes into the hospital uh, complaining of UTI-related symptoms. So, of course, the doctors start checking her. They they draw some blood, and they, they're doing some other things. And they notice that she has a super high red blood count, which mm-hmm. is indicative of the body fighting off some kind of an infection or disease or some type of ailment. And so they take a scan, and they find this, like, humongous, like, larger than normal bladder stone. It's like three and a half inches across. Damn. And so they're super concerned about it, obviously. So they schedule her for a surgery. They they remove the bladder stone. Inside this bladder stone is a freaking glass tumbler. Like a fucking shot glass? Yes. Inside of her bladder? Inside of her bladder. So what had happened is apparently there is some sort of fetish or apparently you just put small objects completely inside of you as a fe- as a female no in your vagina <laughs> and it got stuck up there i don't know if she forgot about it or if she thought that she would like pee it out later apparently this happened four years prior so this little glass tumbler had been inside her body for four years and it migrated to her bladder yeah how i don't know it's possible is it yeah according to this report uh, which was released by well, think the urology case reports. They said that bladder stones can develop when urine is not completely emptied from the bladder. It also apparently attaches to foreign objects and kind of weighs it down. And so all of that stuff is just four years worth of urine and other junk that just kept piling onto it. And it just became this huge. So they ruled out her having swallowed it. It doesn't say specifically. This chick wasn't dead, though. They could have asked her, how the hell did they get there? It said it soon transpired that the woman used a glass as a sex toy in her early 40s. Glass is now lodged inside her. Holy mackerel. Yeah, it doesn't say what method it became inside of her. Became inside of her. Um, I mean, it could have like it could have been like a magic trick. <laughs> you know, Harry that's Potter. Why ma- that's why I don't go Harry to magic Potter shows. just like put it in her bladder. Yeah. That's why I don't go to magic shows, bro. (laughs) You're scared of getting a tumbler inside your bladder? Yeah, I'm worried about that. (laughs) That's that's one of my fears. The urology case report, whoever wrote it, said that various objects have been inserted into the bladder. So it sounds like this wasn't the first time that this has happened to her. But it sounds like this is definitely the longest period something has been inside her. So I This one individual? This one individual has happened to multiple times? Yes, that's what it says. What the hell? Why would you keep doing it it's usually what people do that's what you should do what is it the gerbil ask yeah. richard gear about that one <laughs> is it a gerbil or a what's the other thing is it gerbil? like the same family yeah that's <laughs> pretty big <laughs> <Richard> Gere. Uh, uh, i'm sure somebody could make it fit oh, whoa phrasing problem no that's the thing <laughs> we've had some calls where where people have had some things inside of them Really? Do tell. I mean, like a lot of times it's drugs. You know, people, oh, I uh-huh. swallow drugs or, you know, drugs are hiding in here. Uh, but apparently he they arrest a, a transient guy and 
while they're going through his stuff, he's kind of like hopping from foot to foot, kind of like super uncomfortable. And he's making all kinds of weird noises. Like he's in, he's not necessarily in like excruciating pain, but it's really, really uncomfortable type of pain. And it turns out that he had uh, put a bunch of like salt rock um, candy type of stuff, the pop rocks. Mm -hmm. He'd put like pop rocks or something up his rectum. And the bag had come undone. Why would he put Pop Rocks and in his so butt? so he has all this stuff. I don't know. It, I can't remember. I want to say it was Pop Rocks, but he's like fizzing. And so that was like the ongoing joke between Steve and his squad for a while that his butt was like fizzing. Oh so. my God. Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks Something in like your that. butt. I'm sure Steve will hear this and he's going to call me and tell me that I'm an idiot and I messed it up. <laughs> that's your fault, Steve. You should have been here. Should have come. We invite you every week and you want to make excuses. So now I'm messing up your stories. <laughs> so i was thinking uh we had a gal who they took to jail and she got inside the jail and then you know they, they do the basically the strip search on right so we do our, our searches out on the street but we can't like have people take their clothes off so we do a pretty thorough search make sure you know they don't have any guns necessarily or knives in their clothing immediately on their yeah body. but we can't like search cavities and whatnot in the jail they do a much more thorough search in this gal they get her to jail and they search her do you have any drugs on you nope i don't have any drugs okay cool so they search her and they don't find anything on her find nothing so they take her give her her jumpsuit you know and tell her to go sit and they put her in the in the cell they go check on her after a little bit and she's od'd and it turns out she had freaking she died she was like gonna die but they had they found her quick enough yeah it was heroin that she od'd on so she could have died possibly but mm. she had uh what she had done is she had taken a syringe and she'd had it up her cooch and the syringe didn't even have a cap on it she had cooched oh that syringe gosh. bro what? and then she got into the cell and she pulled the syringe out and shot up Holy and od'd cow. inside the jail inside of the cell yeah that's why you yeah. do an effective cavity search <laughs> i worked that. in the prison dude the cavity searches suck okay yeah, yeah no they suck but it protects you liability wise how are you gonna find that if it's upper cooch yeah i want to know that too what, i'm not a female i have never conducted a female cavity search maybe we try to find a female jailer and see if they're willing to explain it i have no idea I don't think you can but what would it. you do for males for males yeah so they would get undressed in front of you so you have to watch them get completely naked they'll put their pinkies in their mouth and they'll move their pinkies up to the top of their gums to show that there's nothing hiding in the gums to the bottom of the gums so there's nothing hiding anywhere in that area they'll stick their tongue out lift the tongue so there's you know you look in with a flashlight every time make sure there's nothing in the in the mouth then they put their arms up you check their hands make sure there's nothing like in between their fingers check the armpit area sometimes people try to hide stuff in there if they have long hair they will kind of put their head down so the hair goes in front of them they have to comb their finger through their hair and then what they'll do is from there they're naked so they turn around and they bend completely over and they have to physically spread their the butt cheeks and that's how you get the cavity search for the anus Wait, what if it's all the way up to the bow yeah you're not and gonna see up the brown that's eye bro. dedication to cause right there you're, you're gonna, gonna have to wait a few eye. hours for that to exactly. be processed out exactly so, so they and they go and shoot up with it bro yeah well, so this, that's this gal did apparently yeah I, I have no idea how they do females i'm assuming it's I probably know. similar but some kind of similarity oh so. my gosh Speaking, no, thank you. Speaking of jails. No, thank speaking you. of jails, and you have more time on than I do, obviously, so you've arrested a lot more people. Yeah. Have you ever brought in a person whose first time it was, or it was their first time going to jail and they were super nervous? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, I, I bring a guy in, I think it was DY that I brought him in on. Dude had never been to jail. We had no history on the guy, never committed so much as a crime, but we hit him for a Dewey, which is kind of, which is a pretty big deal. So while we're going to jail, the dude is, is kind of sobbing kind of weeping quietly to himself in the back seat and once we get into the parking lot of the jail as i start to get all my stuff to go inside there's police cars everywhere from multiple agencies so it's a packed house inside and so i get my laptop getting everything out and i open the the back door for him to get out and he's he looks at me and he goes officer can i can i ask you a question and i was like dude absolutely and he he asks me <laughs> he says <laughs> he says is is jail similar to the movies where you have to establish your dominance or you'll get taken advantage of in there. And I wanted so hard, so hard <laughs> to tell him, yeah, it's, it's just like that. Like you've got to find the biggest find dude the in biggest there. Find the biggest dude and yeah. punch him and, right and in the that, mouth. Yeah, you have to set yourself up. But I, the dude was so freaked out and I kind of felt a little bit bad. The fact that he had had no, we had no interaction with him at all, you know? And so I was like. First time ever. Yeah, ever, ever con like any, any kind of negative con, not even a traffic ticket. Yeah. 
And so I'm, I, I tell him, I'm like, no, dude, it's not like that. You know, I was like, you mind your P's and Q's, you give respect, you get respect. You know, that's the big thing in the prisons and stuff like that. So, it, you know, just do your own thing, mind your own business, and you're going to be fine. And so we get in there. And the dude, the whole the whole walk in there is telling me, you know, how terrified he is. He's never done this before. I honestly think before going into the Sally Port, the dude was already scared straight. I don't think the dude has probably, I don't think he's broken the law since then. Yeah. We get into the Sally Port and it is a complete and utter shit show. Just a madhouse. It's a madhouse. Yeah. There's everything men, women, black dudes poly dudes there's a couple asian dudes in there and everything is is completely chaotic dudes are, everyone's talking shit to each other one dude's pissing himself in the corner it was it was complete anarchy it was awesome yeah. i loved it yeah. so we go in there did I you had, cuff him to the rail right next to like the big had, you'd I find? Had, the only spot there were two spots available and the one closest to us was right next to the dude that had just pee- peed himself and i didn't know this <laughs> so we get over there and i cuff him to him and he sits down as and as i'm walking away I can hear him. He's like, oh, he's like, I think I just sat in something wet. And I stopped and I turned around and I saw the dude next to him. His pants was all wet. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of like, that's a jacked up move. That, And I, I, I was tempted to go move him. And I was like, nope. I was like, you already did it. Like, just leave it alone. So go in there and doing all the paperwork and everything. And so we have cameras right in the area where the, the prisoners are at. And there's a big cinder block wall that separates where we are at doing our computer work. Um, but there's cameras and everything in there so we can look up with the TV monitors and see. And after a few minutes, I happened to glance up at the TV monitor and this guy had curled up into a ball and is completely just, he's in the black. The dude is crying. He has completely lost it. And all these prisoners in there just start just giving it to this dude, just completely making fun of him, teasing him. And I'm like, well, if he wasn't scared straight before, this dude is definitely scared straight oh, now. Oh, shoot. It was by far one of the worst jail experiences that you possibly could have oh, had for your first time. <laughs> uh, it was, it was awesome. That was, that was a good one. Yeah. I had people, nothing to that extreme, but definitely had people who were just terrified. You get in there and sometimes you'll have a pretty docile crowd in the, yeah. in the waiting area, you know, mm-hmm. where you, you're, you've cuffed them up and waiting for them to get processed through. Right. And then, like you said, sometimes there'll be just a raucous house, and I've taken people in. They've probably never been to jail before. They're scared, and then you get them in there and be quiet. Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, it's not so bad. Big deal. Yeah. And then some other times you'll take somebody in for the first time, and it'll be just rocking. Mm-hmm. And you can see them just cowering in the corner like, oh, what did I get myself into? <laughs> Terrible life choices. I can't believe I did this. You know? Like, oh. Never going to do it again. Yeah. I'm sorry, mom. So maybe they should just stage jail yeah. to be that way to try to scare the people straight. <laughs> just, have, just have actors. Have dispatch, have dispatch just call ahead. Hey, we need, we need to scare it straight. Yeah. You get like five, five corrections officers to just change over. <laughs> so He's the other, paid actors. the other one that I had that was super funny well, and it wasn't even mine. I'm sitting there doing paperwork in the, in the intake and in the Sally port, you can hear this dude just talking shit, running his mouth to the cop, just completely running him down. Both of them are white guys, white officer, white prisoner and this dude starts dropping the n-word well unbeknownst to him because he's in the sally port he can't see the the holding area there's a couple black dudes in there a black chick and like five polys and so all they hear and they're they're kind of talking to themselves you know the the poly dudes were all arrested for uh it was like public in talks they were all like partying and stuff and got carried away and so they're all in there everyone's just kind of chatting minding their own business and all they hear is end this like you're an n-word blah 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 and it just goes dead silent in the prison in the in the holding area and all the officers are looking at each other like Oh, this is going to be freaking awesome. So the Sally Port door opens and the, the mumbled voices become very distinct. And it's this dude's talking shit. He's like, yeah, you mother effer, blah, blah, blah. He turns around and he looks in the holding area and all he sees are, are brown people and black people. And he just stops. And these dudes see that he's white and they just give it to him. <laughs> oh, I bet. So the, the officer walks over, clips him like two spaces away from this black dude. And this dude is doing everything he can to get as close to this dude as possible. And they, for probably 30 minutes straight, it's just nonstop shit talking to this oh, dude. Yeah, I bet. It was awesome. <laughs> Jeez. You kind of brought up the topic that you want to talk about uh thefts and burglaries and robberies and yeah we're talking about like if you have any good stories you said you had a few i was interested to hear so we get a call of a shoplifter at this adult novelty store so me and the partner we show up park out on the side walk up to it and open the door go in there and of course you know it makes a big old loud obnoxious noise and so everybody inside looks at us which is super awkward because we just walked into a store that's selling all sorts of a couple uniform guys walk into the freaking sex <laughs> yeah. store yeah and so the the guy behind the counter directs us to the more adult stuff, the, like the, the back room, the super duper adult stuff that you have to have an ID in order yeah. to go back there. Like a back room, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he explains to us that there's a person back there, you know, putting a bunch of 
of items in a backpack. And I said, okay, you know, is he like being sneaky about it? And they're like, oh no, he's just opening packages, putting it in there and then putting the package back completely empty. And we're like, okay. So we go up there and we, we contact him. Hey, you know, I'm officer so-and-so with the police department, blah, blah, blah. These guys are saying this. And the dude looks at us and just takes off running out of the store. And we're like, what in the world? So we go chasing after him. We get him right before he gets out the main door, tackle him to the ground, throw him in handcuffs, grab the backpack in the backpack. He had to have had close to, it was a few thousand dollars worth of, of merchandise of, of toys and other like literature and stuff like that. This dude just chock full of just literature. random stuff. Literature. 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 Like, <laughs> literature. like magazines, books. Like. Literature. literature. Yeah. Literature. What? Do you know what literature means? Yeah. I don't think you do, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you like picture books? I just what? didn't know people went to those kinds of stores for literature. I, next time I I'm in, don't. What next time world? I'm looking I, for something to, to read. Literature. <laughs> is that going to be our next book? <laughs> yes. Our next book club is going to be out of an adult novelty store. So if you're not over 21 <laughs> or if you're not over 18, you're not going to get to read it. <laughs> no, but so we, we, we hook him up. Um, we get copies of the video and everything and we go out there and I, I'm just curious and I'm asking him like, dude, what, like, what were you planning on doing with? So the things that he took were typically more geared toward the female population. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, what were you planning on doing with all of this? Like what, this is way more than anybody, like any individual would possibly need. Like it, it, Even honestly, porn star is not going to use this. Yeah. Stuff. I was like, honestly, it's a little bit selfish if I'm being honest. Like you're, you're depriving other people of this. You said this. selfish. Yeah. It was. Oh my gosh. And he just sat there and he was like, well, and I, I was still fairly new, you know? And so I'm still trying to get a hold of, or get a, um, my handle when it comes to like mentally ill people. <laughs> He just looked at me and he's like, well, I wanted to try it all on. And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean try it on? Like, it's not, it's not clothing. What are we talking here? Yeah. And I, I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. You know, like I, and I, so I asked him, I was like, were you planning on using this for pleasure? Like, I, I don't get what you're saying. What it came down to is he thought it, they were enlargers to like make his uh, penis yeah, bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he thought that he put his member inside of it oh. and like, that's how it, like that's would make his right. wiener bigger. Right. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I just wanted to know what it was like to have a bigger, you know, Johnson. And he's like, I just wanted to put them on and, and wear it for a day or two. And I was like, and I'm looking at my partner and he's like, I don't know anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the, my partner was super young. Just so I'm sure that was the first time he'd ever been in that kind of store. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't even know why we're still talking to him. <laughs> just because you were curious. Like, I need to and get you to the bottom of this. What's that? He's like, I need to get to the bottom I of this. To like, bottom. <laughs> I need to do a I thorough investigation. <laughs> I need to know the why. <laughs> Tell me why. So we're working a shift and the workers of this novelty store call us up and say that somebody's uh, in the process of stealing something. So we show up over there, me and a partner, go inside. They direct us to the back room. We walk to the back room and this kid is in the corner <laughs> yes he's in the corner and you can hear like a box kind of getting snapped back up mm-hmm. put back together and he turns around and his belt i mean his pants are up and they're buttoned up but his belt's still like loose uh-huh so his belt is open but his pants are done up he stands up we said hey man put your hands up sit down what you got in your hand set it down on the ground put your hands up okay so he puts his hands up and we just grab him because we're doing the investigation so we put him in cuffs it's obviously he's probably been tampering with something right mm-hmm. so while we do the investigation we decide to put him in handcuffs take him back to the front of the store and my partner grabs the the item that he had and brings it back up to the front with us and we talk to the clerks we're like, okay what happened well we saw him back in the back he opened up that box and we believe he was using it on himself mm-hmm. like oh, okay and i hadn't really looked at what the box was so then i turn and i look at the box and my partner puts it on the counter and i look at it and it's like a male masturbator <laughs> like a like a flashlight for 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 lack of a better term it was a pocket pussy right it was a pocket pussy and i'm like oh you guys have cameras in here yeah we got cameras we have camera pointing right where he was at oh and we could see him it. using it this kid had taken this flipping male masturbator out and he was jerking himself off in the back room and he just wanted to get his rocks off and then he's <laughs> He told us, he said, what was your put intention? Put it back in the box? Yeah, we said, what was your intention? He's like, well, you know, I just wanted to, I don't have the money to buy this. It's like 60 bucks. So I needed really a, a relief. So I was just going to use it and put it back and leave. And we're <laughs> like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I finished right when you guys walked in the room. <laughs> we're like, oh shit. And so oh my, my partner, you know, puts his rubber gloves on <laughs> and pulls the flipping product oh, out. And dude, it was. Oh, stop it. It was. No. It was sticky, bro. Oh my God. It was I sticky, throw up. bro. It was sticky. And there were. 
I don't want to be I'm on looking this at it. I'm like, anymore. damn, this is like pretty lifelike. I was like, this even got like little pubes. <laughs> and and the and the clerk's like, they don't have pubes. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! It was the kid. So gross. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. And I looked at the kid. Said, do you have anything to say? He's like, I'm guilty. <laughs> Post Miranda, I'm guilty. <laughs> I mean, you got DNA. Pro- okay, I I'm not contributing. There's lots of DNA. So evidence, I'm not contributing to There's the story. There's other ways. Huh? There's other ways. There's other you ways. Don't, you don't I, have I to. I feel like I feel like when we finally finish the studio, we need to have Jesus hanging somewhere. And you're like a picture of Jesus. No. Like we, I love Jesus, but this, no, this has gone so far off the rails. This has, this is a real story. You no, want me to edit the story? No, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying edit, but we need Jesus. <laughs> I don't need Jesus. That kid needed Jesus. He needs an intervention. <laughs> the the novelty store needs Jesus. If you hung Jesus up in the corner where the kid was at, he would have looked up and be like, maybe not. No, maybe not, the not, best idea. not when Jesus is here. Maybe not the best idea. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you just have random pictures of Jesus in the <laughs> Or don't you don't even have to do <laughs> their Jesus. novelty store. Oh my but god. The, but like Obi-Wan Kenobi. The have you heard the story of the <laughs> the lady that switched out the You would probably masturbate to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Don't freaking judge me. I'm just okay. saying, bro. I don't think that's gonna help. Continue not, your story. Not everybody is a, a Star Wars fan. Oh. There's like a story on like so the social media that some lady had switched out a picture of Jesus on like her mom's book stand with a picture of the new Obi-Wan Kenobi from what was it, episodes one, two, three, the the second set oh, of yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, yeah. And her, it like it's still there. I and her mom, similar her mom thinks there. it's still a picture of Jesus. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> She's just praying to Obi-Wan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, is the act accounts okay (laughs) (laughs) all right let's let's hear the game makers kleptomaniac klepto story okay so is it a klepto story Uh, i want to set it up to something that it's not and i was was there you were there oh man i feel like you're gonna remember it i know you're you're an accomplice i'm a culprit or accomplice all of it both well we'll see okay let's hear the story and then we'll decide jake's guilt okay well you're gonna remember it as soon as i start telling but we (laughs) jake and i had gone out we were engaged at the time and he was dropping me off back at my house and we're sitting in the driveway talking oh i was totally an accomplice to this (laughs) i was totally an accomplice yeah i was totally an accomplice to this yeah can you smell a cheese grater from olive garden you told them already i have tried so many times they won't let me (laughs) they hold on to that the whole time they don't set it down hold on hold on let me hold that for you yeah let me hold that for you like, no, I, had, no, I had one lady sit there for almost like 30 seconds just and she would look at me she's like is that i'm like no I'm, i need a mountain you can just of leave cheese. it and she'll just shh. i need a mountain of cheese I just want, leave it i want more cheese than salad please <laughs> oh yeah if you give me a salad it better be more mostly cheese yeah i want a cheese salad <laughs> a cheese salad, <laughs> cheese salad. <laughs> also known as a pizza <laughs> i just can i just get cheese i just can i just, can I just get a bowl of cheese please put a little bit of the salad dressing she's like, in there say when <laughs> say when it's good I'm gonna be here for a while <laughs> when is not in my vocabulary i'm sorry Get I mean, I just said it. Fuck that word is not in my vocabulary. Sorry, that word doesn't compute. Anyway, so you're in the you're in the uh, yeah. So we're sitting the in the driveway in Jake's truck, and it's late. It's yeah, it's like late. late early morning, and two probably. Yeah, morning. we're just sitting there talking in his truck, and then all of a sudden, there's somebody walking up to Jake's truck, and they go to open the door handle. What? And then can I interject real quick? Yeah, this car pulls in behind my pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And I said to Joss, I said, do you know who this person is? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we're like, what? So he's like blocking you into the yeah, driveway. Yeah, like blocking okay. in the driveway. Like pulled behind my move. pickup truck. You know, my truck's on. My lights are off though, but my truck's on. Mm-hmm. And it's like wintertime, probably yeah, January. It was so February. It was, it was snowing. Yeah, snowing. It was cold. So the person gets out and starts walking up to my truck. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. Well, I didn't know what to think. And then they start walking up to the truck. Reach for his door handle. Driver's side or passenger side? Driver's side. Driver's side. They reach for the door handle of the driver's side, and then they notice that we're in the truck. Well, I opened my door and slammed him with the door, and he fell down and ran back Attaboy. to his car. That's right. Yeah. So he runs off, and Jake's like, he was trying to steal my truck. So he drives off, and we follow them. Yeah. I flip, I flip my truck in a four-wheel drive. We're like, motherfuckers, we're going to yes. get you. Yes. I like where the story's so going. Jake's following them. I forgot about this. Did you did you steal his soul? Is that what happened? Get ready. <laughs> so I'm. we're like chasing them down. We go like, I don't know, several blocks. I call. We went a while. We probably drove a couple miles. Yeah. A couple miles. And, and Joss, I drive. Joss I was like, what should I do? I said, call the cops. Yeah. So I call and I'm talking to them. I tell them where we are. They're weaving in and out of these back roads, but it's snowing. So we They're like this can Cadillac. follow. 
Oh, Compl- yeah. dude, so they're like, not going it's old Cadillac, dude. Yeah, they ain't going very fast anywhere. Yeah, so then we catch up to them right, was it like right around the same time the cops yeah, did so too? I was, no, so what happened is, if you remember this, so they, they make a, a hard turn left and they're going really slow because it's snowy. So they turn left and they start heading up this road and right there where they turn left, I see a cop who's backed into a parking spot oh, typing right. a report. Oh. I was like, oh shit, I got a cop right there. Mm-hmm. Boom. I pull up next to him. I'm sure he was shitting his pants. Oh, this guy's like, yeah. pulls up next to him like that. I pull up next to him. My window's down. He rolls his window down. Actually, he's pulling, getting out of his car. He's like, oh, what's going on? I said, dude, those guys are trying to steal my truck. And he's like, oh, oh shit. And he jumps in his car and starts chasing him. Now we're in a freaking chase. Yes. And I'm just following the cop. I'm like, screw <laughs> it, dude. Yeah, no, that's right. So then that's when, yeah, because we pulled off, got the cop, and then we were able to find them because of the tracks, tracks of yeah, the road the yeah. yeah i love snow and they didn't they crash so the cop we see them they, they make another left and they're kind of heading up this road and the cops right on their hot on their heels like well, on they, the hill yeah on a hill it's kind of uphill a little bit and we turn up and i see them and they crash into a tree <laughs> and a couple of them bail out and the cop gets out and he's like goes and tackles one of them and i jump out of my pickup truck go mm-hmm. and park and i jump out of my pickup truck and run up and tackle another one of them attaboy and i'm holding him down and the cops like gets that one guy in cuffs and comes back to this other guy's like hey hey get off him I'm like hey dude it's all right i'm a cop too He's like, oh, same you team, are? Same like, team. Yeah, man, same team, same team. He's like, oh, cool, cool. All right. So he gets that guy and puts him in cuffs too because I have cuffs on me, you know, mm-hmm. puts him in cuffs. And he's like, hey, can you fill out a witness statement? I'm like, sure. So I wouldn't fill out yeah. the witness statement I'm, in the truck. I'm just, I stayed in the truck. Yeah, I'm like, that's too truck. cold. I'll just yeah. stay here. <laughs> it's too cold. <laughs> but they, yeah, so they, he chased the other guy down and this, their little car was just full of all this stolen truck property. Oh, stolen like, property. Nice. Thousands yeah, and like thousands laptops. Of and boy. Tons of stuff in this car. I guess they, uh, they connected him to like probably 20 or 30 different burglaries dang for yeah real? yeah for real yeah. like they were just making their- so here's the thing who commits crimes and i hope criminals aren't listening to this podcast but who commits crimes when it's snowing and there's snow yeah, on the ground i know yeah. how many times have you chase people yeah. Oh, yeah and then that's probably you why they crash into them. the you tree just, yeah. you yeah. walk and you walk along their footprints okay cool oh, yep okay he's down exactly. here <laughs> unless they're a shapeshifter oh. and then they just vanish into the thin air. oh my gosh I just remembered that story. Yeah, dude. But yeah, seriously, we've followed so many people. Every winter, you're like, oh, following these yeah. footsteps. These are fresh. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, right up to the flipping doorstep. Yep. You're like, oh, yeah, that's where they are. Yeah. Or the I tire tracks. Right? That's where they are. Based off my training and experience. Exactly. They're inside this location. Yeah. So we snatched so what, them up. So what I ended totally up happening to those guys? So they, they took them to jail and, mm-hmm. and they were booked on felony charges and they all got they all got convicted. In fact, they pulled out because they never had to go testify or nothing. Nice. You know, they had me fit, right. pull out the witness statement uh-huh. form. And I was like, wrote it just like a report. Just like a report. Just like a report. Yep. And I'm sure the cop's like, oh, that's the best witness to ever got. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep. My favorite ones are like five words. <laughs> They're illegible. Steve punched me in the face. <laughs> cool. Awesome. <laughs> Nothing else? All right, cool. So yeah, I was an accomplice. To well, the good not, guys. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not necessarily an accomplice. To the good guys. It would be more of a good Samaritan. The dying me out. I was like, you're going to get in trouble. With, I'm so oh, mad yeah. at you. You're getting fired. <laughs> I'm like, damn, girl, I'm sorry I didn't do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like payback bitch <laughs> that's what happens when you scrape your mud on the concrete outside <laughs> i cleaned that up by the way yes you did i saw it wasn't even me who did how it. unprofessional and just rude is that i know it's crazy <laughs> let's hear your robbery ones i got a couple of them so <clears> come on <throat> a couple I'll, I'll start with my first one so the first one happened this is you know years back i was a newer officer not new new i was probably th- four or five years in uh, we got a, a robbery that happened at a payday loan center. Mm-hmm. So apparently some of those places can have wads of cash on hand. Yeah. Because they're doing payday loans, right? So this guy is wrapping up the day. It's like 9 or 10 o'clock at night and he's uh, closing up shop when all of a sudden somebody's at the front door. And I think the dude kind of recognized the guy for maybe him coming in earlier or something. Sure. The dude's kind of waving at the door. Hey, hey, I'm here. I'm here. So the guy, the manager goes to the front door, opens the door, lets the dude in. Well, the suspect produces a handgun, puts it to his head, mm. orders him back into the store. Takes him back to the back and says, give me all the money. So the manager's like, okay, I'll comply, I'll comply. Gives him every single dollar that he has inside the store and takes off. Calls us. So we show up over there. What happened? He tells us the skinny that I just told everybody. And we said, okay, how much money did he make off with? He's like, all of it. I said, well, how much is that? He said, $75,000. Holy yeah. shit. $75,000 is what they had. That's more money than banks have yeah. on the like yeah. on the tellers? I know. That's more money that so, Okay. It's 75 G's. And I was thinking, whoa, whoa, 7,500 or 75,000? The guy's like, $75,000. And we're like, holy shit, okay. So do you know this guy? Kind of trying to figure it out. He says, yeah, I think I might know him, but I don't know much about him. And he gives us a description and we have a possible area that he might live in. Mm -hmm. He's not 
totally sure. And then a kind of a vehicle description, but no plate, just description of the vehicle. Uh-huh. Me and one of my coworkers go over and we're like, okay, let's look in the area that this guy talked about. And so there's these big, huge apartment complexes. So we get over there, these big apartment complexes. And like I said, they're huge, but they've got open stairwells into each section. So it's not like it's a closed off stairwell. So you can kind of see each landing from the street. Yeah. And my partner says, I'm going to go check the parking area to see if I can see the vehicle. And you can just hang out here, see if you see anything suspicious. Mm-hmm. So I sit up top and I'm kind of looking down the, the breezeways and the hallways and the doors and stuff like that. I'm kind of just looking for people that might be out of place. My partner's checking the, the parking garage. I'm kind of checking around and I get up to the second floor looking around and I see this dude kind of like looking furtive. I remember this part of it. This dude kind of looking furtive around and he kind of looks back at me and glances back at me and then hustles into his apartment and goes in. And I said, dude, I think that that guy kind of matches the description of the person we're looking for. Mm-hmm. That might, was that him? I, I don't know. Sometimes your mind plays tricks on you because yeah. you're looking for something so hard. Right. You yeah, just yeah. see things. Kind of fabricates it in yeah, your Yeah. I'm like, mm, was that him? I'm, I think that might be. So I kind of sit there and I hit up my buddy. I'm like, hey, bro, listen, I think I just saw somebody might match the description walking to this apartment on the second floor. He says, okay, I think I might have seen the car down here. It might be the car. Mm. I'm like, okay, that's like connecting the dots, mm-hmm. right? I said, come back up here. No worried about the car. And I'll come back up here. He's like, okay. So he comes back up. In the meantime, while he's coming back up, I'm standing looking at that door. The door cracks open and I see this female peek out. And I'm kind of hiding around the corner a little bit, just at the edge. I'm keeping my eyes on. And she looks at me. She sees like me looking around the corner and she hurries and shuts the door up. I said, dude, that's them. I think that's them. Super, super My buddy gets there. We walk up to the door. We start banging on the door. Calling for more units so we can surround the place so they don't bail, right? Right. But guys, it's busy. It's summertime. Mm -hmm. Guys aren't available. So it's just me and him at the moment running the show. So we're banging on the door, banging on the door. And finally, the girl answers. We've probably been banging for like a minute. She was at the door literally 30 seconds prior. Mm -hmm. So she finally answers the door. Like, hey. Is, is your boyfriend here, your husband? I just saw a dude walk in here. She's like, no, no, nobody's here. Nobody's here. I said, we, I saw somebody walk in. I know somebody's here. And she's trying to like hold us out. No, you can't come in. Nobody's in here. I'm the only one in here. And I look over on the kitchen table. There's five of those money bands that hold $100 oh, bills. Are you serious? Are, no money's in it, just the bands. Right, yeah. Are on the table. And I said, Idiots. dude, that's reasonable suspicion to go inside yep. to make sure that I can secure the scene, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nope, get out of the way. So I push her out of the way. I said, where's your boyfriend at? She sees that we're serious mm-hmm. and we're coming in now. She's like, he's just in the back taking a shower. So I was like, like hell he is. He's mm-hmm. trying to get the hell out of Dodge. Right. So I tell my buddy, I'm like, stay with her. And I go into the back room. And I catch him trying to jump out the window. Nice. He's about ready to jump out the window. He's like, open the window open. He's trying to fly out the window. And I run up and I grab him and I snatch him up and I pull him back out. And I throw him down to the ground and I cuff him up. And it's the dude we're looking for matches the description perfectly. The same nice. dude that I saw walk into the apartment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, dude, where's the money at? And he's just playing stupid. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you mean. What money? What money? I said, dude, the money you just robbed from the payday loan center. Yeah. I said, I see the money bills, the, the money the bands. bands. Yeah. They're on your kitchen table. You've got money in here. It's the same kind that they use at that payday loan center. Mm-hmm. Where's the money at? And he's just being stupid. Won't tell me. Like, fine, cool. No worries. We'll get a warrant. So the uh, detectives show up out there. The robbery detectives show out there. Yeah, we got the warrant. We're good to go. So we just tore that apartment apart. You're looking for money. Cabinets, you can bro. search literally anywhere. Dude, we were looking for everything. So we get inside. Like the first place we found actually was the mattress. We lift up the mattress, bro, and there's like 20 grand in cash under the mattress. Holy no cow. shit. Lift up the mattress, there's 20 G's in cash. Still right? in, still in their bands? Yes, in the like same Hollywood. bands. I, yep. In the same bands that I saw on the kitchen table. Oh, that would be awesome. That was awesome. 20 grand in cash on there. We're still looking and we're not finding, that was super easy to find. And now we're kind of looking, thinking it's going to be an easy place to yeah. find. We're looking around. We kind of like hit a dead spot. We're like, we only found 20 G's, 15 G's in cash. Like, where's the rest of it? So like, oh, let's be more meticulous. So we go into the cl- the closet. We open that up and there's a stereo speaker, like when you put in your car with a big 12 inch. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. That's there. And I'm like, screw it. I just kick in the flipping speakers because we couldn't have a way to get inside of it. Right. We kind of shook it. We heard yeah. something inside of it. Kick in the speakers. There's like like 10 grand more inside Holy the speaker cow. box. And then we go over to the laundry, uh, the, the washer, tip that thing over, pull off the bottom of it, 20 grand more underneath what? the washer. Inside the washer, bro. Dang. And then inside the vents, like where your heating and AC comes yeah. through, they had stuff like 10 grand more up inside the vents. Dang. Because they'd been there for probably, by the time we went from like the investigation and made it over there and I saw them, it'd probably been 35 to 45 minutes, oh, maybe okay. an hour. So they had time they to do some ridiculous hiding. Mm-hmm. Stuffing money. Yep. Yeah. So they're just stuffing money any place they could find it. And we actually, we recovered every single dollar that was missing. No shit. Shit. Yeah, no shit. Dang. Yep. Yeah, so we caught That's those cool story. That was really cool. 75,000. 75 Gs. I just ha- like, honestly don't want to say it's my awesome detective work. Yeah, I mean, we were in the right place at the right time, and I happened to see him and kind of put two and two together. Mm-hmm. It was kind of luck. Yeah. <laughs> I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. So Sometimes that's how it works. Yep. You know, sometimes you get a bit of a hunch, you follow it, pans out. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. So, yep, took him to jail. Uh, felony, you know, obviously felony one stuff. So, aggravated robbery. 75, 75 Gs. 
Yeah. What would you do with seventy five thousand? You so let's say that's you, right? You rob the payday loan center. You have about forty minutes before cops catch up to you. What do you do with that seventy five G's? Mm. Bury it. So I was thinking too. I don't think I would put it in my house. No, I wouldn't. That's for a place they're going to bury it though. And I'd find a place to bury it that was off my property in thirty five to forty minutes. Yeah. But where? Even in a neighbor's property or something, something nearby. And park. you're going to rely on your neighbor a to park? not no, dig up a park or something? A park? Nobody's going to dig that up. You're going to have all these people watching you dig this monstrous well, hole it's and then dump. Oh, you didn't say that. Yeah, I did. I said it was like nine, ten. It was like ten or eleven o'clock at night. It was like ten o'clock in the morning. Whatever, ten o'clock at night. You said they were closing up at ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, it was Fair nighttime. Enough. I was working the, the night shift, dude. So it was definitely nighttime. You know how many hamburgers you could buy for seventy five thousand? A lot. Now it is a feed all the homeless for like two days. Seventy five hundred. If that. <laughs> you could fill up your car like four or five times with 75,000. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> with inflation the way it is now. <laughs> Bro, I can have gas for a month. <laughs> Thanks, Payday Loan Center. <laughs> payday Loan Center. <laughs> fill my gas up for a month. Put the sticker Thanks. on your gas can. <laughs> Sponsored by. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Payday Loan Center. <laughs> payday Loan Center. <laughs> Dollar oh, Loan Center. Man. The other, The other robbery case that i had that i'm thinking of right now was at a 7-eleven and i happen to be like two blocks away the clerk from the 7-eleven like we get the the robbery drop mm -hmm. which is you know pretty much all the convenience stores have a button that's installed where they don't have to call the police they just hit this button and it sends an alert to the dispatch saying that they're being robbed it's robbery hold up alarm so the robbery hold up alarm at this 7-eleven starts going off we're like two blocks away so me and a couple of my buddies we roll over there real quick we're we're really close. So we get there super quick, probably 30 seconds we're there. We're thinking there's a robbery going on. We stay just like we do. We have certain protocols we handle on robberies. We're watching and one of us goes inside and I'm the first one in. I go inside and I don't see anybody inside. Nobody's inside. So I walk to the far end where the drinks are. Pretty much all the 7-Elevens are the same, right? So I yeah. walk past the counter to the drinks, go hang a hard left back behind where the cash register is. Mm -hmm. And I see the dude laying on the ground. There's blood everywhere. Dang. everywhere and i walk up to the dude and i know this i know this clerk because oh. i go into the sev pretty often to grab drinks or grab you know snacks or whatever and mm -hmm. i know this dude and he's on the ground and i'm like oh shit and i go up to him and i grab him and i pull him over he's roll him over onto his side because he's on his belly roll him over to the side onto his side and i look at him and he's been shot i can tell there's a bullet hole right at the bridge of his nose the top of the bridge of his nose right where your eyeballs meet mm -hmm. right there he's been shot Dang. There's blood coming out of it and he's he's still coherent. I said, Ooh. Hey, are you coherent? Can you hear me? Are you all right? Are you are you alive? Is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to mumble, but I can tell he can't really talk very well. And I get on the horn, I'm like, hey dude, we need medical here ASAP. We got this guy, he's been shot in the face. I don't have any other information right now. Get medical here quick. So medical comes, actually pick the dude up and helped him out to the parking lot area. And medical gets him, scoops him up and takes him to the hospital. He actually lived. What? He lived. So what had happened, I'll tell you the, the whole skinny of the story now. That's the I, like were they were they able to determine how big the caliber was? Yeah, it was a uh, 40, 40 cal. He took a forty, 40 to the nose, forty to the dome, bro, and survived. Yeah, let me tell you what happened. Holy cow! So these homies come into the sev and they basically come to rob him. Right? They jumped the register. I watched it all on video because they have video surveillance in there, and then we watched right. it after after we got the guy up to the hospital. They came inside the Seven Eleven, jumped over the 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 counter, grabbed him, and shoved him to the back, and were ordering him to open up the safe. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a way to open up the safe. Right, yeah. That's, he can't open the people, safe. Yeah. Well, they got annoyed, and they put him down on his knees, and the dude who had the gun was standing up, pretty tall guy. The dude's down on his knees, pretty short guy, so he's pretty, like, the angle of where he's holding the gun sharp angle. was a very sharp angle, and so when he shot him, you know, instead of, like, shooting somebody straight in the face, right. it was at a hard angle, so the bullet went angled downward and oh went through his nasal goodness. cavity, down through his mouth, and exited down and ended up like lodged in his collarbone. Dang. So it didn't travel backwards into his brain, it just traveled downward into his collarbone. So the top of the roof of his mouth and even the bottom of his mouth through his neck was all jacked sure, up. Yeah. yeah. So he ended up living. But uh the the dudes were all on freaking camera. Some of them had the well, I think there were three or four guys. I think one or two of them had their faces covered, but the other two didn't. Easily identified. And our gang units knew exactly who they were, and we rounded them all up and they all got convicted. Nice, good. Yeah, yeah. So it ended up good. Dang, that's wild. That clerk actually, help? after he healed, came back and worked for a while. I was just about to ask oh, if he stayed. He came back and worked for a while, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy stuff. That's, that's a bold move. I don't know move. how you could, yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Nope. It's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> like, yeah, 7-Eleven, y'all better put me in the corporate office or no something. Kidding. I just took a bullet for you guys. Expect me to push a counter anymore. Talk about 7-Eleven. We've had two two 7-Eleven clerks quit in the last like week. Just, <laughs> just walk out. Just bounced. Middle of their, yeah. middle of their shift. We, like, we show up to one, the... Complainant calls in saying that there's nobody inside, doors open, and it looks like people have gone through a bunch of the, the store, taking a bunch of stuff. So I show up with the rookie, 
and he's handling it. We walk through it. No joke looked like this guy or whoever the employee was restocking. It was, I think it was just after midnight or like one ish, something like that. There were like the napkin containers out. So like he's restocked napkins. There's all the, the big gold cups and things like that. He had no joke, a big gulp cup next to the checkout register with drink and ice in it still. Everything in there looked like the dude just randomly, like he dropped something was like, I hate this job, I quit. And just bounced, just, just walked walk off, away. just walked off the site, just left everything unlocked. People are coming in, stealing all kinds of drinks. <laughs> Maybe he just had places to be, <laughs> yeah. you know? At one in the morning? Yeah. Yeah, you like, never hey, I gotta People go to see, places to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's gotta hit it up before they close, right? Are they 24 oh, seven? Oh my gosh. Is that novelty store 24 That one is, yeah. Yeah, these 24 that one is. Yeah, see, he just needed to run a quick errand. I bet he was going to come <laughs> right back. <laughs> no, because we were there for 45 minutes. That was not a quick. No, he saw you there and he's like, shit, I can't go back now. <laughs> I really quit now. <laughs> I quit my job. I was just taking a break for a minute. Yeah, but yeah twice. We had one that last twice night, this too. week. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's twice. I like yeah. how you guys know all the the Seven Eleven people. I don't know all of them. It's where Not all of them. Happened. I have I have the ones I frequent most you know most often. But and it's cool those dudes like us. Yeah. Because obviously they know when we're around, nothing yeah. bad's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. Seventy five thousand dollars. Okay, so I'm so, still thinking about where I'd hide. So 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 back to that seventy five thousand dollars. How do you spend seventy five thousand dollars in thirty five minutes? What do you buy? You have to buy stuff. What time of day is it? Ten o'clock at night. Damn. Homie. Same same time as your case. It's you hard, can't, it's you hard can't to take spend it home. 75 G's in You can't cash. take it home because your husband will beat your ass if yeah. you come home with 75,000. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to spend 75 G's in cash at 10 o'clock at night. It really is. Yeah. It's kind of hard. Yeah, Walmart yeah, that would open. be hard. Walmart's open. I don't know. Would it be possible to like buy a car from a for sale by owner type of situation? 10 o'clock at night, you're going to have a hard press time finding somebody who's willing to sell you People are awake. Carvana. With cash? I don't know how Carvana works. It's a vending machine. Yeah, no, you just know. sit there and just put like the hundred dollar bill. Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. It'll take forever. I hope, I hope it's that that accent too. One hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. Twenty five cents. One hundred dollars. So yeah, I think uh, Walmart's got, a good bet. You got forty minutes to spend seventy five k. There was a Home Depot in the city that used to be open twenty four seven. If I had Who the heck needs two by four in the right morning? All one, the tweakers doing home improvement. Hey. They got to get their <laughs> shit from somewhere. <laughs> hey, 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 my dad. Hey, when you're on meth, bro, you've got goals. When you're on meth, you've got goals. you got goals. <laughs> Those are oh. hashtag goals. Oh my God. Sometimes you need some. I want to ex- make an extension on my house. I'm going to take meth and build it in Hell one yeah. night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Meth. Holy <laughs> meth. crap. That's what I need to finish, bro. Give me some meth. I'll finish this room real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Only if Home Depot is open. Get seventy-five thousand dollars, oh. smoke some meth, and I feel like you could get it done. Probably get it done in a night. Yeah. <laughs> While he's smoking his meth. While I'm smoking my meth, bro. <sighs> Sorry, I apparently haven't smoked meth. I'm I'm not tracking. But you know the enough. meth heads. And they're, they're awake for like three straight days. Uh, they get a lot of home improvement done. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Home work. I don't know that you could call it improvement. Yeah, that's true. A lot of them blow up their homes. Yeah. While they're making their meth. <laughs> I would buy $75,000 worth of stock in Disneyland. You can't with cash. Not with cash. You have to have to deposit it. Fuck. Yeah, with cash, that makes it so hard. With cash. What are you going to do with 75 k in cash? I don't like this question anymore. Oh my gosh, you made it up. I'd probably buy a whole bunch of stuff at Walmart and then just go sell it. Like what though? Tires at the auto center. Tires are fucking yeah. expensive. $75,000 worth of tires and then sell them at half of what, what yeah. I bought them for. That doesn't for. look suspicious though that some dude walks in and it. 10 o'clock at night and buys $75,000 worth of tires and cash. First of all, it's Walmart. That's true. Like, <laughs> if you go down to It's home, not the weirdest thing they've seen in You go big. down to the to our shady Walmart, they're not going to ask you any questions. No, that's true. Do they have a tire center there? I don't think they do. E- I don't think they no, do. No, they don't actually. Dang it. Well, then $75,000 worth of something. Electronics. TVs. TVs? Yeah, yeah TVs. see, there you go. TVs, yeah. Xbox, games, yeah. that kind of, yeah, yeah. $75,000 worth of stuff. Yeah, TVs, I bet you money you could yeah. buy. Because think about it, if you get a TV ranging between one and two K, just buy yourself, yeah. you know, 35 And then you buy the high-end TVs. ones. Yeah, just the, the best ones. The Sonys and the Samsungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, All the OLEDs. Yep. And then even those bad boys, you sell like two-thirds of the price. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, we just got a new one. Just want to get rid of this one. Yeah. Boom. Exactly. Making all kinds of money again. Yeah, yeah. make some cash back on hey, it. Hey, so when are we going to go knock off a, a payday <laughs> uh, loan set? I know. I feel like we could do this a lot better. First, you don't go home. First of all, we don't talk why about did, it on the fucking go... podcast. Okay. Well, what? It's fine. 
it's, it'll it's be fine. fine. Nobody listens to us like, anyways. What's our MO? Like, <laughs> these guys never talked about their podcast. <laughs> they did talk about well, their podcast. No, They're guilty. We even even talked, talked about it, about and then it. somebody, we gave someone else the yeah, idea. They have, not, they have to guilty. prove it. Yeah. Guilty like by a, association. Like how I told you guys how to rob a bank, and you guys just let the watch commander sit there behind me. It's your own fault, bro. You need to be aware of your surroundings. I expected my my buddies be to have my back. Be aware of your surroundings. Good. Remember you said that. I will. And I do. Game time. Brought to you by the game maker. The head game maker. Joss. That's me. Okay. So for this game, you got to be quick. This is a word association. I'm going to say a word and you need to say the first word that comes to your mind when I say this. You got to be quick. Speed counts. Okay. So you both just say it. slow. I know. Well, do some jumping jacks. It's or what, like Get midnight? It's one o'clock almost? Yeah. You better be quick then. Okay. First word. Weak. Strong. I was going to say vowel, but whatever. <laughs> okay. That would be toothless. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Smudge. Mud. Dirty. Dirty. Dirty's good. Did you say mud? Yeah. Just because it is in the word smudge. <laughs> yeah. Smudge. <laughs> Moist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like how she said it, and she looked right at you. <laughs> Moist. <laughs> you better answer, Jacob. What was yours? Oh, we're both giving answers? You guys have both have to answer. Moist. I was going to say vaginas. All right, that's fine. Because moist is such a gross, dirty, inappropriate I word. I love it. <laughs> I love saying it so... Um, yeah, never Okay, honest. True. True? Yes. <laughs> Spoon feed. Baby. Val. <laughs> Got you, bitch. <laughs> Baby food. (laughs) (laughs) Bucket. Bucket list. Yeah, bucket list. That's a good movie. I like that movie. Morgan Freeman and who's the old guy? Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good one. Okay. Ointment. Melaleuca. Lotion. What? Melaleuca? What is Melaleuca? It's It's like tea tree oil. Tea tree. Oh, okay. Phenomenon. Film. Not getting fired. It's like a daily phenomenon for me. <laughs> Job retention. <laughs> the next one is traffic. Accidents. Gosh dang it. We are cops, dude. Yeah. We are freaking cops. Most people would be like, sucks. It's stupid. Traffic. Accidents. <laughs> traffic stops. Yeah. I was ranging between the two. <laughs> Stuck. Okay. Crammed. Crammed? Crammed. Uppity. Bus. <laughs> okay. Now, there's a twist. You both have to answer different questions, but you can only use one of the words that you said oh, to answer the question. Shit. Oh, damn. So, Fitz, you've got strong, mud, vagina, true, val, list, lotion, not getting fired, accidents, and uppity. Okay. Use one word to describe yourself. Mud, because I'm brown. Mud. (laughs) I thought maybe you'd go with strong, but okay, mud. (laughs) Dang, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Honestly, the first first, first one that came up was like uppity. I'm like, I'm not really that uppity. (laughs) No, you're not uppity. It was like one of the last things you said, so it just stuck in my head. No. I had one big accident when I was younger, but. No, were you the accident? To describe yourself. Oh, oh, yeah, I took out a telephone pole. (laughs) I meant like your parents, they plan on you. Oh, no, I'm like, I might have been. (laughs) Okay, Jake, you had Val, Dirty, Vagina, Truth, Baby, List, Melaleuca, Film, Accidents, Bus. What's the wildest thing you've done for attention? Is it Val? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Can you read me the list again? Val, Dirty, Vagina, Truth, Baby, List, Melaleuca, Film, accidents, bus. I didn't do it on purpose, but bus got me a shit ton of attention. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, get hit by a bus, you'll get that'll, a lot of attention. Do it. Pretty wild. Yeah. Things you'll do for attention. I know. Jeez, Man, I'm not getting enough attention at home. I'm going to go get hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that felt bad coming out of yeah. my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was long enough ago and I don't remember it, so it's all right. <laughs> so... That leads us into the Savage of the Week, right? The Savage of the Week this week is going to be a former military man. His name is Raul or Roy Perez Benavidez. 
Benavides. So this guy is a national hero. Born August 5th of 1935. He died November 29th, 1998. So I remember growing up hearing stories about this guy. Um, during the Korean War in 52, he enlisted in the Texas Army National Guard. In 55, he enlisted with the regular United States Army. He got married. He was assigned to the 82nd Airborne Division at Fort Bragg. Sent to South Vietnam, where he stepped on a landmine during patrol. He was evacuated to the United States, where doctors at Fort, uh, Fort Sam Houston concluded he would never walk again. He began preparing his medical discharge papers. So he, he uh, noted in his acceptance speech in his Medal of Honor in 1981, uh, stung by the diagnosis as well as flag burning and media criticism of the U.S. military presence in Vietnam he saw on TV, he began an unsanctioned nightly training ritual in an attempt to redevelop his ability to walk. Nice. Getting out of bed at night against doctor's orders, Benavidez would crawl using his elbows and chin to a wall near his bedside, and with encouragement from other patients who were in the room, he would prop himself against the wall and attempt to lift himself unaided, starting by wiggling his toes, then his feet, and then eventually... After several months and lots of excruciating practice and pain and tears, pushing himself up the wall with his ankles and his legs. After over a year of hospitalization, Benavides walked out of the hospital in July 1966. Holy shit. With his wife at his side, determined to return to combat in Vietnam. So he Dude, returned that, to- that in and of itself is savage. So yeah. just wait. That's a savage That's awesome. just wait. Right there. So Benavides returned to Fort Bragg to begin training for the Elite Studies and Observations Group. SOG. Mm-hmm. Despite continuing pain from his wounds, he became a member of the 5th Special Forces Group and returned to South Vietnam in January of 1968. On May 2nd of 1968, a 12-man Special Forces team was surrounded by NVA battalion. Benavides heard the radio appeal for help and boarded a helicopter to respond. Armed only with a knife, he jumped from the helicopter carrying a medical bag and rushed to join the trapped team. Benavides distinguished himself by a series of daring and extremely glorious actions, and because of his gallant choice to join voluntarily his comrades who were in critical straits to expose himself consistently to withering enemy fire and his refusal to be stopped to despite numerous severe wounds, saved the lives of at least eight men. He was believed dead after finally being evacuated and was being zipped up in a body bag when he mustered the last of his strength and spit in the face of the medic, thereby alerting nearby medical personnel that he was still alive. Nearly dead from a total of 37 separate bayonet, bullet, and shrapnel wounds received on multiple occasions over the course of a six-hour fight between the enemy battalion. Benavides was evacuated once again to Brook Army Medical Center, where he eventually recovered. For his heroism, the Army awarded him the Distinguished Service Cross. In 1973, after more detailed accounts became available, sports Special Forces Lieutenant Colonel Ralph Drake insisted that Benavides receive the Medal of Honor. By then, however, the time limit on the medal had expired. An appeal to Congress resulted exemption for Benavides, but the Army Decorations Board still denied him the Medal of Honor. Dang. The board required an eyewitness account from someone present during the action. Right, yeah. But Benavides thought that no others were alive who had been at the six hours in hell. In quotations. In 1980, however, Brian O'Connor, a radio man in the attack special force team, provided a 10-page report of the engagement. O'Connor had been severely wounded, Benavides had believed him dead, and was evacuated to the United States before his superiors could fully debrief him. O'Connor learned that Benavides was alive by chance. He had been living in the Fiji Islands and was on holiday in Australia when he read a, new, a newspaper account of Benavides from an El Campo newspaper. So this guy came to his aid, said that he was there during the thing. On February 24th, 1981, President Ronald Reagan presented Roy Benavides the Medal of Honor. Reagan reported turned to the press and said, if the story of his heroism were a movie script, you would not believe it. He then read the official war citation. Pretty freaking That is awesome. freaking wow. wild. He went into cool. battle, willing with, with a knife. knife, got there. He evac'd eight men back to the helicopter, going back and back and back into enemy fire. He was clubbed over the head. He was stabbed with bayonets. He was shot multiple times. He Hit got with gut shrapnel. shot. He got gut shot with small arms fire, and he was shot with an AK-47. And still... And he fought a dude hand-to-hand combat, stuck his knife in the dude, killed the dude, killed multiple people uh, on the enemy front, and evac these guys back to the helicopter and himself got back to the helicopter, rode back to the, the hospital, the base where they're at, and they're like, he's dead. He's dead. They're zipping and him he's up, zipping in, a up body in the body bag. bag. And he mustered the strength to spit in the dude's face. And they're like, he's still alive. <laughs> and they pulled him out, dude, and he, and he pulled through. That story is incredible. I've always heard that story since I was a little kid. Man, that thing inspired me. Roy Benavides is I- awesome. That story is awesome. As a Marine, we hear countless stories of of heroism and and daring and all sorts of stuff like that. Mostly Marines, obviously, but we hear tons of other stories about, um, you know, airmen, sailors, uh, soldiers, all sorts of stuff. That is a wild, wild ass story. That is nuts. 37 separate wounds. And remember the first part of the story I was telling, he he stepped on a landmine. Yeah. Was was told he'd never walk again. Going through all that training and stuff with excruciating pain. And then he went back and joined the special forces. 
pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so if you read Coffee or Die magazine, they actually do an expose on him and talk about even more in depth than what I just said right now. Yeah. And they, they detail like his previous like his life before he enlisted and like the hardships he dealt with. Mm-hmm. And like his dad and mom both have come to tuberculosis, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think he dropped out of high school when he was 15 and then put himself enlisted when he was 17 and joined the army mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, went through all that that I just talked about. But they go into depth about it. So if you guys are interested in Roy Benavidez, pretty awesome. You can look it up on YouTube. They've got videos about him and, and they can kind of give you even more details and insight into what he was. But he was awesome. I remember growing Heck up, yeah. my dad telling me about him and kind of studying and reading about him. So he's always been kind of like an inspiration to me. Pretty awesome for him yeah. to do that. I mean, that's like, that's a full sand baby. He's like out there. He's like, I don't give a shit about myself. I just care about mm-hmm. my buddies. I need to save my buddies. That is all. That's valor for sure. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. That's so, not savage of the week. That's got to be like savage of the freaking quarter. <laughs> savage of the <laughs> millennium. Like, yeah, yeah. He wins. Pretty that's, awesome. That's a couple yeah. months, at you least a that, few bro. months worth yeah, of savage yeah, awards. You can't beat that. So dang, he's awesome. So check that out. Check that's him out. He's one. awesome. Like I said, he's passed, but it's cool to like have him live on just like retelling his story yeah. and seeing people who have like done something like that. People can remember him and mm-hmm. kind of like let that live on. So That's pretty neat. That story. Yeah. Book club. Yeah. Next week. Yep. Next week. Next so, Thursday night. Well, so when this airs, it'll be the upcoming Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Thursday's Thursday. coming up. Sorry. Yeah. Cause yeah. we'll air this on Monday. So it sounds like at least right just from today, right? So when we're recording it, we had put up a poll on Instagram and Facebook and it sounds like we're looking at- 9 p.m. is winning right now. Okay. Out of all the people who have voted so far, and granted this could change, but as of right now, so stay tuned to, to Instagram because we'll post on there what time we're going to yeah. do it at. But as of right now of this recording, which is Thursday, Foul. the 24th, um, right now, 9 p.m. has 45% of the votes, 8 p.m. 33%, 7 is 11, and 6 p.m. is 11. So 9 p.m. is winning. So if you guys want us or want to be able to listen- and you have a preference, go on Instagram. We've got a poll. I'll continue to post it and I'll take the results from the posts and I'll aggregate them and make sure that we po- uh, we uh, air our Instagram live at the proper time that you guys mm-hmm. can all, or the most of you, the majority of you can actually attend and listen in. But on that Instagram live, what are we going to be doing, Fitz? So we are going to talk about the book mainly, but I think... I think we're going to try to shoot for a, a full live episode on Instagram live. Okay. You you can't see it, but Jake doesn't believe it, but oh I think gosh. we can do it. You guys don't understand I the amount of time that it. I put into editing this. Yeah, Jake's the one that edits the podcast and I he has to cut a lot out. I've Not me. Out. I mean, I am always professional. Joss is on point. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I never say anything okay. inappropriate ever. So... Mm-hmm. It's yep. not me. Yep. I'll agree. She never. I never got Josh. Lies. It's you. It's Lies. you. But it's pretty me. Much all you. You literally talked about last week how the week prior we had a good episode. We stayed on point. That's true. Stayed on target. It's actually all Jeremy. And then what happens when <laughs> your significant other jumps in? It got, what was your keyword? It gets weird. It gets weird. It's true. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking try to blame me. And you can't blame Jeremy. Jer- Jer- Jeremiah, Jeremy, whatever her new name is. That fool hasn't even been oh here for a month. <laughs> it's been a month. It's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the goal with the live episode is so that everybody, people can participate. Yeah. We wanted you guys to, everybody read the book hopefully yeah, or read yeah. along or maybe you can at least or, just jump in had and small children had someone you, read it to you <laughs> i didn't have anybody reach out to me and ask me to read it to him you haven't even read it yet does anybody have a child that wants to read over the phone to jake <laughs> <laughs> they need, like they're reading hours hey, i got plenty of time tomorrow <laughs> yeah, exactly. i'm gonna read it tomorrow it'll be done okay relax bro I got it's this. good i like I'm a, it i'm a procrastinator it's good. <laughs> Is that your new toy line coming out? <laughs> Procrastivation. <laughs> uh, but it'll be good. Yeah, we'll do we'll do the Instagram live, and then we will have the head game maker uh, kind of keeping track of the comments and different things like that. So if you want to, yeah, we'll respond to your comments. Yeah, chime yeah, in I, with your own thoughts and things like that. We'll we'll talk about it. If it's a stupid opinion, we won't talk about. It. No, I want people to be heard. So if we want people to be heard, I feel like we should talk about the haters that were talking trash about our opinion on hockey. Oh shit! Yeah. You got to do that shout out, homie. Yeah. yeah, so shout out real quick. Well, is it a shout out or a shout down? Shout. Because she's two. kind of a hater because we don't <laughs> like hockey. Okay, but have you ever watched hockey? Yeah. You have? Yeah. In when? person. In person. Yeah. Really? I yeah. liked it in person. 
Yeah, it's, but it's cool. They can like beat each other up, and that's totally fine. But it's but like do they still really sports. beat each other up? They have those huge, thick gloves. They're like Dude, skating back. Yeah, but they get pretty rocked. Yeah, off, bro. I mean, it's like it's more like a love fest. They're, They're like, like able oh, to punch each other. Love fest. Yeah. Did you watch? But was it like a Marines are those hockey punches? game? Love fest. Is that like was it in the? That's Marines, a Marine but... special. Yeah. Okay. That's that's not. Well, a this is real. We're talking about real hockey. So, anyways, we have a couple haters that run an ambulance in the area that that we're in, and apparently they weren't too pleased. With our opinions are under or no overrated opinion yeah. on hockey. So, well, for the record, we don't care I wasn't about their opinion. With that either. I, th- I think Nobody it's underrated. Cares about your opinion Yo, Joss I think did it's say, underrated. She didn't say underrated, but she wasn't allowed to play. No, she was playing. I, no, I, was, I wasn't playing. I oh, said I don't agree. I said she I didn't gave, agree she gave an your... unwanted opinion. <laughs> what is that? A, a mental rape? <laughs> what? <laughs> opinion rape? Opinion rape is that a thing? Unwarranted, yeah. Opinion. Unwarranted and unsolicited, like an unsolicited, unwanted. Most people's opinion. opinions are unsolicited. That's so. true. But the game was if it, we thought it was overrated. So you're that's asking, true. All right. From okay, now on, was, now on, when somebody's giving an opinion you don't like, just start saying opinion rape, opinion rape, <laughs> opinion rape. <laughs> I do not consent. <laughs> opinion rape. <laughs> but yeah, to our two, to our two ambulance followers, probably two of our bigger fans that that comment and like to talk a lot of shit. I appreciate Would you say them. they are your only They're funny. fans? No, no, no. My only, <laughs> <laughs> my only fans is private, okay? My, okay. my roommate is pay. unaware of my OnlyFans account. My roommate. <laughs> I was also slapping when you say that. Yeah, well, she just, still hasn't listened to all the episodes. Oh, yeah. I so I dropped, I dropped a reference to one of our episodes that we dropped like four weeks ago. And I dropped it, and she didn't say anything. And I looked at it, and I was like, wow. And so my 14-year-old in the backseat, he's laughing. And he's like, yeah, he's like, that was funny. So, yeah. So until she catches up, roommate is roommate. Her parents, that is. <laughs> She sent me a text she the other day. She slap you when she hears it. Is this permission? <laughs> yeah, if she if. ever hears it. That's true. But yeah, so shout down to to the two ambulance runners. Hopefully you guys uh, are done talking about how hangry you guys are and enjoy this episode. I appreciate you girls. They Thanks have like listening. this They have like this whole routine, I guess. She was like, yeah, she's like, we get in the bus and you know, we talk about how hangry we are, how ready we are to already go home. And then we listen to the podcast. <laughs> like, hey, I'm glad I right. listen through the night, bro. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, so get I get them through like I an hour of their night. Hey, you've got other buddies that listen from other agencies that say that's that true. they get together on, on yeah, you know, like Tuesday nights or something like that. Yeah. They get together and listen to the podcast, bro. I'm happy that we have listeners yeah. and followers, dude. This is what I do it for. I do it so mm-hmm. people can listen. It's kind of cathartic. It's cathartic for me. You've mentioned that it is for you as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think it's just fun for people to listen and it helps, you know, especially if you're a law enforcement officer, you know, you kind of remember the stories that you've been involved in and like those ambulance texts as well. Same thing. If you've dealt with stuff, I think some of these uh, stories can help remember, help you remember some of the things you've dealt with. So that's why I like it, dude. Like even as we're talking here tonight, you've mentioned some of the stories you were dealing with. Mm-hmm. Maybe you remember some of my stories, even some of my personal stories, like the story that you dealt with, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't think of that at all uh, until you started mentioning. I was like, dude, I totally remember that now. So it's fun. That's why we do it. We do it for the peeps. With Love people's fun. champ, baby. People's champ. That dude's still overrated. Not The Rock. We are. <laughs> we stole the title, baby. Yeah, I Come think it was. It. I think it was unanimous. He's overrated. Yeah. Once again, guys, thanks for listening to this uh, this episode of the podcast. Uh, we'll send you off saying, check us out once again. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, especially on those Instagrams and the Facebooks, because that's where we're going to find out for the book club. So get on there, check it out. Go to domesticatedsavages.com. I got some apparel on there, especially for the summer coming up. Get your tanks, women's and men's. Josh, you got some. I got yeah. some. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, hit us up there. And once again, remember, stay savage. See you next week, Jeremy. By maybe, yeah. Obligation. Maybe. I'm obligating him next week, bitch. So if he doesn't show up next week, can we fire him? I know we don't have like any official bylaws or anything. Can we like unofficially, well, think, officially fire him? I think I make the rules, right? Is that is that how this goes? Oh, she's going from game maker <laughs> to fucking podcast She wants maker. to be the CEO <laughs> maker. She's the CEO. The boss. She's got that BDE. No, I think you just make him be the drink bitch. B- BVE. BVE. <laughs> I don't think you want to have a BV, bro. <laughs> <laughs> BV is a thing. It's like bacterial something. Oh, like okay. Down okay. there. I thought you were gonna say. Okay, like, I thought you were gonna say big I thought, vagina. I thought, I thought you needed MVE. MVE. Moist vagina energy. <laughs> <laughs> MVE. Uh, MVE. So I brought to you by Jocelyn. <laughs> so.